We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I th- you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help. You can get a roadmap. You can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. <laughs> Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, Value Add with K&K. Today, we got the man, the myth, the legend. If you don't know him, it's because you're an idiot and you've been living under a bridge. <laughs> Billy Jean's in the house. What's up? What's up, dude? Actually, we're in your house. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Buddy. Quickly, I know you love talking about yourself. Not? <laughs> um, got him. So quickly, two, three minutes. Nobody knows you. Tell us yeah. a little about your story background, how yeah. we landed here. Okay, just a guy who's really good at selling shit using social media ads. That's, that's really it. Had an agency for like, I don't know, seven years. Worked with a lot of franchises. Uh, I was the guy that people called when they need more customers. And in the beginning, I had no credibility, so I did a whole bunch of money-back guarantees, which made me had to get, like, I had to get really good at what I do. And I say that because a lot of marketers out there now would charge for shit that doesn't actually produce ROI. Yep. And I never had that benefit because I had to make the money or I had to give motherfuckers money back. <laughs> is, I, didn't have, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the money. So it was I had do or die. So I, I, I had to get good. And I, I got good by doing it a lot, practicing a lot, investing to myself a lot. And, you know, here we are. Then the agency thing, I, I came in and people were like, well, how are you getting these results for your clients? I said, well... Let me tell you. And then I had a course, and then the course became uh, uh, a movement, and we just started teaching more. Had to make a decision. Uh, what are we going to focus on as a company? Are we going to build a fucking school, or are we going to do the agency side? And I fucking have I, I absolutely hate college for entrepreneurs specifically, specifically. Mm-hmm. And I made a choice, and I said, well, let's fuck up this traditional education system. So here we are. Nice. How long have you been at it? The journey, probably like last seven, eight years. I had a mobile oil change company before that. I think that's actually interesting because if you have seen my ads before, um, a lot of people probably don't realize how long it's been in the trenches of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And in this world, eight years is a long time because it hasn't been around that long, at least at this capacity. Put this on side. (laughs) You know, yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing, eight, seven, eight years, I don't think, and now you're, I mean, obviously now you're crushing it, you're, but it's everyday learning, it's nonstop, it's, it's just... And it's, that's the, I think that was the biggest thing that fucked me up with college, is it's positioned as if there's a finish line. Did you guys feel it? Like, did you guys go to college? Never finished. Yeah. I did some college, remember you what? and I, a little bit of USD. That's right. That's oh, right. yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. But, like, I remember the, the moment of, um, like, the positioning of, like... Once I go to college, I'm never going to class again. Anybody remember saying that? Like, yeah. I'm going to do this, and I'm never fucking going to school <laughs> yeah. ever again. Everything. I'm done. And then, and then our family tells us, you got the piece of paper. That's all you need, sweetie. Da, da, da. I mean, what fucking poisonous <sighs> advice? And I didn't use anything from the little bit of college. It was focused around the paper and not the skill set. Right. And now it's dangerous because you got a bunch of people with debt with no way to pay it off because they didn't learn anything. Almost $2 trillion. And so I'm like, this is, this is stupid, and, and that's why I'm so passionate about what we do right now. And then also, too, as a, a person who's an agency that serves small business owners, like that 95% of like, businesses out there, mm-hmm. like being in the trenches with them, realizing we were never taught the basics like how to get customers. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Like, it should not be the first class. Fucking sales. Well, because a lot of how to knock on a door and talk to somebody. Well, it should have been mandatory. It should have been mandatory. Like I build houses, or I sell houses, or I whatever sell insurance. They they don't think that you're you're always selling. You're always selling. You're a marketer first, and then you're the other thing. Whatever the fuck is the other thing, you're a marketer first, or your business doesn't exist. Right. Have customers. So talk about your course real quick. Um, I know Monty went through it, but if somebody does go on, get your course, what can they expect, and how much time in reality does somebody probably need to spend in your course to learn it, absorb it, and actually utilize it? Sure. Uh, The course is simple. It teaches you how to create ads to bring you customers, right? So, like, right now, most businesses, if they need customers, they may think of, like, um, you know, asking their friends and family, going to a trade show, da-da-da. Like, for me, the way I like to get my customers is I like to get a fucking text message that says somebody wants to talk. Just think about that, everybody at home, like... Imagine if that was your business, where you didn't have to chase at all. You literally just got a text message when somebody qualified wanted to chat with you about your product or service. Is that not the goal? Yeah. Yes. 
That's what we do. That's what the fuck you can expect from our course is the step-by-step on how exactly to do that. And then how long before you can do it? Well, fuck, you can go through the course one time and you can build an ad, no exaggeration, tomorrow. However, how long would it take us to learn how to play basketball? Probably fucking a day, right? We know the rules. You pass, you shoot, you you da-da-da. How long would it take to get good? Same shit. Years. It's going to fucking take practice. And there's a lot of elements to actually becoming great. And I think that's what people forget about this online world. Because usually when you see an ad about the internet... It's positioned as this, like, you get rich quick or, you know, overnight, and you right. just press a button, now you can go fucking smoke weed and chill and let money come <laughs> in. Like, like, that's, how, that's how it's positioned, yeah, you know what totally. I'm saying? Yep, 100%. And it just couldn't be more incorrect. It's practice just like, I just give perspective to people. Like, if you want to be a fucking doctor, how long you go to school for? Shit, 12 years. Yeah. 10, 12, you know. How I, much I debt? Know. Yeah, I mean. 300, 400K, I, I don't know. Yep. But entrepreneurs... They're like, I paid 197 bucks for that course, bitch. I better be yeah. rich. Yeah. Excuse, excuse, excuse uh, what? And yeah. Please go, go please go fuck yourself and then yeah. come back. Yeah. Let me know when you're done fucking yourself and then you let me know. Let's have a conversation. Where do you, do you think they get that reality just because of all the bullshit out there? Yes. Yeah. It's completely, 100%. Um, and then also, too, like outside in, like everything looks much easier. Like if you don't know basketball and you just see like someone shoot, you're they like, make it look easy. Yeah. In your head, you're like, Okay, you're fucking shooting. I can do that, too. That's what you would say. Social media. Because people have access to it and they can post, they think the advertising is the same thing. Like, I'm going to give you money to just post on my account. That's easy, right? I could do that. It's always men. Men are always the most fucking arrogant and the most stubborn. Like, you know, like, it's 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 stupid. What are you doing? Are you raising your hand? Is your arm hurt? Yeah, my crystal levels are really low. We can keep chatting. Cool. Crystal's, okay. your blood levels are low. My blood levels are low. <laughs> um, um, tap your microphone real fast. So the question, the question I want to have since your course, since we're on that topic, there's so many bullshit courses yeah. and agencies and on this, and honestly, like I hear horror stories. If somebody's looking around at a course yeah. or an agency, what should be they, they be looking for? Been what there. questions should they Been be there? Been there, meaning they've done it. Mm-hmm. And then they got the, the proof to do it. Been there. But I also want to point out that, you know, having been in the agency world for so long, I'll be real with you, a lot of the errors in the, the not workingness is from the business owner, not the agency. Yep. Because the biggest problem that people have isn't actually marketing, it's sales. It's once you have a lead, you don't know what the fuck to do with it. See, everybody has the dream because school never really taught us that you just open up your doors and like qualified people are going to walk in. So when they have to, like I talked to a lot of people, I said, hey, what's your closing percentage when you talk to people? And they're like, I never miss anybody. It's closed. And they're like, well, how do you get your customers? Well, referrals. Motherfucker, if you miss a referral, you should be punished. <laughs> you, can't, yeah. you can't close a referral. You, you, what are you doing? Yeah. So, but then when they get cold traffic, a lead from somebody who's never heard of them, they don't understand the sales process that comes with that. The questions to ask, the process, they don't know that. So instead, they go like this because people suck at taking accountability. They go, doesn't work. The leads were weak. Yeah. The leads were shit. No, bitch, you were shit. Yeah. You, it was a user error. You didn't, you know, and, and there's both, right? Because then sometimes the leads are like, but most of the time it's a user error. And I think, yeah. I feel that way too because, uh, like, we started this year too. I went from never doing any marketing. I've been strictly referral based. And so we close most of the, most of the people that get referred to us, we close, yeah. obviously. But, then we started to cold call. I have yet to make one sale cold calling, and it's because we suck ass at cold calling. Like, we've right? never done it before. Yeah. It's shitty. I think it's actually the worst. Yeah. We've made more money off our cold leads from Google ads. <laughs> and Because yeah. at least those people are online. They're looking right. at you. They're going like, oh, Crystal has they 30 videos. They yeah. you know, Shocker. Like, yeah. it was specific yeah. to And them. that's why I love advertising. First of all, I think cold calling is, is one of those things we all have to do as entrepreneurs because yeah. we need to taste that. Yes. Right? We need to understand that. We it still do it, but I have yet to close one deal and it's been like four I months. I love that. That makes yeah. me happy though that you're doing it. Like, So also too, what happens is when you start advertising, you appreciate the leads more because you know on outbound how rare it is to get somebody to go like this. Hey, thanks for calling me. What's up? Yeah. 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 They don't, they don't do that. No. Yeah. Right? That's not a thing. And so what I love about lead generation for us is 
We never have to deal with that cold calling shit anymore because we know how to make people come to us. So when we call them, regardless if they buy or not, at least they're happy to talk to us. Right. And for some people, like, that's enough. Like, I, I love the fact that when I talk, if I get on the phone with someone, you've probably already seen my shit. You know some of our videos. You understand my personality. I don't have to be someone I'm not. I'm just me and you know what it is. And mm-hmm. if you don't like me, you wouldn't have made it this far down the funnel. You're not, you wouldn't even that's be talking to yep. And that, it just makes it for, uh, what's the word, enjoying what the fuck you do. Right. You know, like the people make up the experience. And so I get obsessed with how I'm attracting people to me because they're going to fuck with my energy and my vibe. And I'm talking to people all day who don't want to talk to me and they feel like I'm harassing them. Well, I'm probably going to get defensive. Yeah. Well, what's nice is about the lead generation, like you said, those are people who've already been they're open and they're looking for what you have versus cold calling someone who you have no idea. And it's like a needle in a haystack, whether or not they need your services, they want your services. You don't know. But you know, every day that you cold call, you're going to get your ass kicked and beat up because that's just the reality of it. We were talking about earlier, like marketing, people are specific. You're, you're a badass at marketing, but what are you really good at marketing? Like, what are you badass at when it comes to marketing? Um, why are you crushing it? Lead generation specifically. So, you know, how I earn my income is my ability. Like, if you guys tell me about your business right now, in probably three minutes, I can figure out the exact ad of what to do to get you more customers, but then I can build it in three hours. And then by the next day, I can make your phone ring. To me, that's the most, one of the most lucrative skill sets in the world because it's the same reason why we pay a doctor. You you pay a doctor a premium because if one of us drops down, has a heart attack right now, I I can't fucking save you. Right. I call somebody, but right. if there's a doctor here, and they're like, I'm not going to save you until you pay me. You're like, name the fucking price. You saved my life. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go, what, a million? Okay, I'll figure it out. I'll take out a loan. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Businesses too, though. Think about your business you used to provide for your family. Your guy's a baby girl, right? Like, right. You, you got shit to think about. Yep. And so you're willing to pay premium to protect that, which protects you. So I'm the guy that people call because they're like, hey, I need my business thing to work. And so I'm like, yeah, well, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Can we run through that as an example? I mean, yeah, I, I want to like run through the three-minute ad 100%. situation. Okay, do you. Do you. Do me. Uh, we'll do quick for the sake of podcast. Okay? Yeah, yeah. First thing is, whenever you guys create an advertisement, it's not the button clicky shit. It's the psychology. You always start with questions. And the genius process, we call this getting information. Genius. Yeah, yes. I want to get information about the people, the product, the process. Okay? So I'll just now go. You guys are flies on the walls, et cetera. Here we go. All right. So tell me, how do you make money in one sentence like I'm in fifth grade? I do commercial financing. Fifth grader doesn't know what commercial oh, finance. I do commercial is. loans. They don't even know what a loan is. I give is. people loans on real estate. What's a loan? More. No one knows what a loan is. I give people money to buy real estate. Nobody knows what real estate is. I give people money to buy properties. No one knows what property is. I give people money to buy buildings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that's and that's the first start. And I, I say this yeah. right, like you guys are watching. Like, why did he do that? Because when you're marketing, most people don't understand He's what the genius. fuck you're talking about, right? But like, and it's, it's a, like the the mark of a genius is someone who can take complicated things and make them simple, not the other way around. Wow. And so, like, that's the first thing I do is like, okay. So now that even me, who doesn't know anything about your space, I can sell your shit now because I get the premise in a glance, which is just, okay, so if I want to go buy a building right now, i got to borrow money, and you're the person who gives it to me. Yes. Oh, huh, interesting. Now we can start actually figuring it out. So who, like who specifically would be in a position to, to benefit from your services? Uh, people who are looking to buy investment properties. Investment. Now why would someone want to do that? To make passive cash flow. Got you. So if I'm someone, like right now I have cash. And yes. I want to make use my cash to make more money. I give it to you. Is that what happens? Or I borrow it? What happens? No, you borrow it from a lender and I bring you the most competitive lender. Got you. So let's talk about this. In one sentence, tell me your product, what it is that you sell. Oh, shit. Real estate. <laughs> uh, real estate loans. Okay, hold on. I'm going to take notes. Uh, money. To buy buildings, okay. And then, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually switch gears here. But I'm going back to the ideal customer. Yes. Uh, who is that? Your ideal customer? Real estate investor. Okay. Tell me more. Or even a working professional, like someone who has had the capability to save choose, up enough money. One. 
One. And, and this is the reason why I say that is because one of the hardest challenges of advertising is that you really know there's a ton of fucking people who can right, use this. Right, right. Real it's estate easy. investors. But however, when you're running that message on social and when we get to the actual like verbiage Psych. of what we're going to say, you'll see how it all changes. But let's be specific. So – and also too, by the way, everyone, this doesn't mean you have to just focus on this customer. It just means you have to create a new ad. So you need to have more than one ad if you want to go after more than one target. So right. who's so who's give me one like the the most likely to buy that verbiage the most likely to buy would be real estate investors. Okay, so someone who is already currently already. yes. Okay, that's a big difference too, right? Because if we write an ad right now, we're talking to someone who's never done it. Me, yeah. I need education. I don't know what the fuck it is. You're selling against trust and and skepticism. Da da da. Someone else who's already been doing it, they're probably just looking for the best deal. Exactly. See, everything changed. Yes. Just like that, by clarity. So already investing. That's huge. Now, tell me about this already investing because there's probably levels of that, right? Yes. There's probably people who like, yeah, I got one or two commercial properties. Yes. Da, da, da. And then there's probably the motherfuckers Shut who are it. like. Balling, yeah. So We got them all. Yep. Who, who do we want to focus on for this head? The person who is an ex- like a seasoned investor that owns multiple properties. In fact, this they might not even have another job. This is their mm. job. So they're full time real estate professionals, but not yes. but that are investors. We'll go. So already investing is doing this full time. How much money do they make annually? Probably from this. They probably make anywhere like about half a million bucks a year and up. Okay. Now watch this. This just helped us so much in being able to actually create an advertisement because this is already in everyone's mind. Would you want to know a net worth question like, or no? Uh, no? Sure, sure. Why not? Yeah, net why worth not? would be what? I guess this is relevant in this case. Probably at least $10 million. $10 million. Okay. Yeah. Okay, these are high net worth individuals. Okay. So making a half a million bucks, net worth of, of $10 million, like that's the deal. Now the reason why I'm saying this is because just think about this. How you speak to this person is different than the person who's like, yeah, man, I, I want to do commercial lending or I've done a couple deals. Totally. It's a whole different thing, right? Oh, yeah. So now we got – all right, you give money to people to buy buildings and you want to give that – now we'll be more specific. You give money to people, to investors with a net worth of $10 million money to buy buildings. Correct. Cool. I got clarity on that. Okay. So now my next question is um, why you guys? Why us? Yeah. Uh, well, I, because I've been doing this for 16 years, and Ooh. I know all the players in town and have strong relationships with players them. Players mean built. banks? Lenders, yes. Okay. Because yeah. he does players. Like, you know players? So you guys aren't giving the cash yourselves, but you have all the connections to the people who are, and you we're connect a, them. We're a, a I'm a broker. Okay. So, you're broke. so basically, I lay out a, a few or even several options, just depending on what you're Can looking for. we call for. it the middle woman? Yes. I am <laughs> awesome. the middle. The middle woman. All right. And again, just because in the world of advertising, if the second it gets confusing, even for people who know their shit, they lose them, right? So it's like, oh, you're the – exactly, right? So you're the – or watch this. Maybe the person you're going after, maybe they have somebody in their corner who's really been doing all the shit for them and they're just giving cash. You never know, right? Right. Yeah. But either way, um, okay, so 16 years, no lending. Now let's go back to this, right? Uh, if I'm this investor – Net worth of ten million bucks, making a half a million bucks in annual income, and I've been fucking doing real estate investing for a long time. I really need to understand what problems I'm facing that you guys can solve. Well, um, so we know how to package the property, right? So, for example, if your accounting is a mess on your income and expenses, we're gonna basically present it in a way that's gonna make it easy for the lender to look at, and you're more likely to get your loan approved. And so, we, th- there's a couple. So, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bullet these out, right? So, let me give you an example. If wait, I wait, come, hold on, let me okay, just go one at a time. Chances of of getting approved. Yes. That's a big one. Yes. Okay. Secondly, you want to go? I was going to say, if I'm coming to you and my ads are a fucking mess and I can't get a response, mm-hmm. I hire you because you can fix my ads and make sure I get a response. So through the process of getting these loans on the buildings that they want to buy, et cetera, like, is it pretty troublesome at times? Like, is it a pain in the ass? Well, your loan amounts are predicated on how much your property is cash flowing. So if your cash flow looks like shit, then the lender's probably not going to give you as much money as you want. Okay. Also, maybe you have a credit problem. Things or anything like that. There's, you might go call one bank. They're like, we can't help you, and that's mm-hmm. not true. Additionally, too, some lenders are more competitive at different times than others, just depending on what kind of volume they have and how much more business they want. Gotcha. It's like the summary of it is: you can get me the deal that nobody else can. 
Correct. You can get the shit approved that nobody else can. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. It's experience. Yep. So experience, skill set, relationships, everything yes. packaged in one. Correct. Okay. Now, the person who's doing this full time, they also probably have somebody, correct? There's a good chance, yes. They may. They or they're direct yes. to a bank, like one relationship with one bank. So why would I switch? I got somebody. I'm good. Why am I going to go Perfect. with you guys? I'm good. So you, you go submit your loan. The bank's like, hey, Billy, you know, I know we really like you, but unfortunately, we just can't, we can't get to the loan. We can't do this deal. You're like, are you kidding me? You're like, sorry. Then you're so like, here's the short. The motherfucker you got can't get it done. Exactly. They can't get it done. They just, they can't get it fucking done. Or they, right? or they can't get it done in the way that you know. You're leaving money on the table yeah. every deal. Right. All right? Leaving money on the table. Those are the two things that are happening, right? And then also speed, I would imagine, is important to these people. Mm-hmm. Time yep. is probably their biggest asset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get it done fucking fast. Okay? Um, and then what else do they want? Probably some good communication between you. Sometimes. Yeah. Communication. And sometimes none. No, sometimes so people are like, I don't want to talk. Just fucking Yeah. Give they're on vacation. Up. All these people, they're traveling, so they're enjoying life. Let me deal with just it. Just get this shit done. Yeah. Get it done. Don't call me. I'm in Bali. I'm in here. I'm here. Just get my shit done. They trust you. Get it done. Yeah. Okay. Now watch this. All this brain dumping and people over listening right now are probably coming up with all kinds of ideas for ads. But 99% of the ads that you will see on Facebook will sound something like this. Hey, what's up? My name is Billy Jean. I've been doing this for 16 years. And if you need money for your next real estate investment... Click here and call me professional corporate headshot picture, and that's what it is. Yes. And, and then, and then, and then, <laughs> yeah. and watch this and realize that is it. for you guys. That's not for the customer. That's the difference. And when, especially when that's average, what you think they want, it's, it's, it's kind of, cause like, as we go deeper into the psychology here, we'll realize like, we know that's not what they want. Cause we just address what they want here. And you guys knew it in a second, right? But you have to remember, no one in this particular case, this person doesn't know you, right? right. They already have a person that they're fine, fine with, right? Maybe they're yeah. fine. They're not hurting. Yeah. So when they see that, they're like, okay. There's no urgency. There's no what I need to. There's no problem solving. There's no getting to know you. There's, no, there's nothing. And so that's probably the response you get is nothing. And maybe you'll get someone, though, because you just happen to be at the right place at the right time. Right. Sometimes you can show an ad like that, and someone just got off the phone with their motherfucker, and they're like, God damn it, I need someone new. They see you, and, and the timing was right. But the challenge with that is now it creates a false belief in your guys' head that those advertisements work when we might have got lucky. Right. Boom. Right? Um, and then also, too, the other thing about your guys' space is no one's fucking playing in the game. So sometimes you can just get away with that. You guys are the ones that are fucking doing it. And so, hey, you might win just because nobody's there. Right. But I can tell you this. In 2012, when I first started doing Legion uh, for a lot of the fitness franchises, and I was responsible for that. When I started doing Facebook ads, I was like the only motherfucker in town because they still believed Facebook didn't work. Uh, so I was just fucking getting leads like crazy. I'm eating up all the business. I'm getting all the clients. I'm laughing. And as a few years go by, I see my results start to diminish. More people start coming to the party, etc. So I had to actually get better at the thing and da-da-da. So anyways, let's go back to you guys. Okay? So when I'm seeing this ad, remember, let's assume there's somebody else that's advertising to the same customer that you want. And there is. Um, they're just probably in different mediums. But one person says... Hey, my name is Billy Jean. I've been doing this 16 years. Call me. And then the other person says, Hey, what's up? It's Billy Jean. And don't skip this ad because I know you're a full-time real estate investor. And you probably already have somebody who takes care of all your loans. But give me two seconds to hear me out because I think I can make you another 10% on your next deal without you absolutely having to do anything at all. Boom. We already have your attention, right? Like, yeah. You, you, can't even, you can't even compare. And I didn't even talk about anything yet. Now, I just go through the problems. I said, here's the deal. If you've been a real estate investor for a long time, then it's likely you've probably dealt with one of these issues. Number one, you find a great building. The deal's about to go through. You get a call from the bank, and they tell you it's not approved. We're going to need more cash down. We're going to need more time. Your credit's there. You're going to need a co-signer. You're going to need to bring somebody else in. Listen, that's bullshit. Your lender got lazy, baby. And how do I know? Because I've been doing this fucking forever. And look at this. See this printout? Done deal right here. They said it couldn't be done. Done deal right here. They said it couldn't be done. Done deal right here. Couldn't see this. Let me show you. You're walking with me right now? Boom. Teleport. I'm in front of the building right now. I'm in front- you see this building right? Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker told me it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. It was done. Watch this. You know who this is? This is John and Steve. That's their building. Where were you when this deal was going down? I was in Kabul playing with my kids. That's fucking right he was. 
God damn, this guy's a genius. <laughs> Watch this. Call me. That's what happens to these industries. Woo. Is that's what Dollar Shave Club did to the shaving industry. They came with a little personality, a better offer, and made people laugh. And all of a sudden, now they have the, the big companies have to buy them out. Billion dollars, pl- boom! Billion fucking bucks. Two thousand sixteen. Yep. Like Love right? it. Right? <laughs> and watch this. Like you know, it'd be funny. Like my personality is extreme, right? Like it, it doesn't it. have to be. You can be your own thing, but you can still be a badass and walk into the office and say, "Here's a deal I got done." Because that's what they really want to know. Yeah. Can you make me some more money? And can I trust you guys? Are you legit? When I'm in Cabo, can you get this shit done and call me? That's done. Not that there's problems. That's I don't want, want fucking problems. That's all you want to know. Rich people don't want problems. They want solutions. That's it, dude. And so that's it right now. Again, let's recap the, that process that we just did there. First thing we had to do is we had to get down in one sentence what's actually happening, right? What's the one service? Then we had to think about who are we talking to? Because that message I just delivered was specifically for that person. I wouldn't talk that way to the first timer, et cetera, you know? And then once I have this and I understood their problems, even me, I know nothing about your guys' space. Why was I able to speak directly to the customer? I just asked fucking three questions, right? Now all of a sudden I'm a master at this stuff. But then the other side is, okay, now how do you make that real, Billy? We have the strategy. This is the hard part. That's what I get paid for, right? And then how do you bring it to life? Which I'll also get paid for if we do that shit. But number one is Facebook makes this really easy. With a couple of clicks, we can get right in front of this person because guess what? These people that are worth $10 million, is it fair to say that they live in certain zip codes? See? Yes. So can we go into Facebook right now and just literally type in the exact zip codes where they're at? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> then, then we can type in, you know, sometimes they have income filters, Facebook took some away, et cetera, da, 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 da. But you can type in the category of homeowner, right? Yeah. And, and then, it, like, look, if you're putting a billboard up in Rancho Santa Fe and it's showing up on their news feeds, <laughs> most of those guys have accumulated their wealth through what? Real estate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Almost, yeah. almost all of them. Yeah. yeah. So we can put up a blanket, but just targeting the right zip code and having that message, huge. And maybe if it's not them, they tag a friend. Right. Right. But also, too, remember what's happening there. Even when someone's not clicking on there and like reaching out to you, they're seeing you. Branding. They're fucking yeah. seeing you. Hi, now you're I'm here. you're that person. They fucking know, and you're there, and everybody in the little town. They're like, yeah, and who who does lending? Da, 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 da. I was like, I've seen these. Have you seen those one people online yet? That one couple. They just they won't get out of my face. Blah blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's what, what it is. Want. That's what I am. That's like, yeah, want. that yeah. fucking marketer. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, about his shit though. He's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's yeah. the, the cycle. Um, so I mean, that's the whole process. And then the call to action. Even in this case, it could be simple. Is hey, I know you're busy. Like you know, this is actually something we have to talk about is the, the next thing is we're going to do a great job of making this video. We're going to show it to the right people. We can put that on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube so they feel like they're seeing us everywhere, right? Omnipresence, that's how you build a brand. But now you have to have a reason for them to actually talk to you. And this matters just as much as relating to them and getting to understand. So what's like, so I know the car business, so I'll give you an example. Yeah. But uh, if somebody was looking to like, you know, like trade in their car or something, like an easy call to action is, hey, just give me a text message and I'll give you a quote on your car. How, like, low resistance is that, right? Like, yeah. it doesn't sound crazy. To, so what's, like, the something that we can do is, like, hey, like, give me, like, what's the ask that we can make that feels very low resistance to them? Crystal, uh, what, what do you need just to look at a deal quickly? Give me a few basic details on what are they? your property, and I'll give you a Give me a, a rent quote. roll, profit and loss. Rent roll, profit and, and loss. And an address. Yeah. And I can tell you what loan I can do. Cool. Like, hey, so maybe that's called action is, like, look, give me a, sh- like, let me make you an offer. Is that it? Can, I, yeah. can you say yeah. that? Yep. Yeah, let, let me make you an offer. Like, you have a fucking property. You just literally click right here, text us me. You tell me the building, let me fucking make you an offer. Yep. It's going, and then I will let I know say you have video. a guy. Yeah, I know but, you have a guy, and they're fucking great, and I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but let me make you an offer. Because if sending me a text message right now makes you another million bucks, is that worth that text? Then stop watching this video. You see this number right here? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. This one? Mm-hmm. Right there? Text me. I'll wait. <laughs> and you literally sit there oh yeah. wait did you text me yet okay cool we'll sit right here all day I'm not going anywhere <laughs> now they're falling in love with your personality right yeah. they're like this is my uh, people it's da 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 so now you're selling yourself which is ultimately what they buy right yeah there's this that's yeah. it damn that's like that's why I say like this Boom. industry Genius. like and, the, and then here's the thing is like you play with this right because you do a couple of videos maybe it works yep. maybe it doesn't but then you nail that one and this is where people get overwhelmed because there's so many people out there who are like, oh, you know, content, 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 content. And that's a, a part of the process. But the truth is you have one video that really does well like we just did. You know what you do? You just keep running it. Right. Like people yeah. think I'm all over Eat social. The shit out of Dude, it. I, I post once a day because I have to. Besides that, my team's fucking running ads. I don't even – I'm never on that shit. But people are like, that's the social guy. He's ever, No, I'm not. That's an ad that you keep seeing again and again and again and again. And we just rotate different ones out. 
right? I love seeing your ads personally. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's and that was yeah. that was kind of like the goal is like the reason why we go all in our videos is now we have this thing where people know we go all out for our ads. So I, I just thought of it like the Super Bowl, right? People are like, oh, everyone hates commercials. I'm like, no, they don't. On Super Bowls, love we watch the Super Bowl for the commercials yeah. Yeah. because they're fucking good. Yeah. So I take the same thing to our business. If our advertisements are entertaining and people are looking forward to them. Guess what? You're like the Super Bowl of advertise for marketing. So you do. Everyone's you go that even far and beyond when nobody does. Because it's free attention. And then people share it and then they tell other people and it's like, it's this thing. And I'm just like, okay, well, here. And then nobody else is doing it. So I'm just like looking around waiting for somebody else to do good ads and they don't want it. So we're just over here just making a shitload of money, changing a bunch of lives. <laughs> nobody want to play. Yeah, I love that. You know? That's so good. I got a question for you. Great episode, um, guys. Thank you so watch much. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, drop the mic. So leading into this question, so we – this is for somebody that's going to listen to this and maybe they're going to get a punch in the mouth from you. But there's a lot of people out there we we're talking about that are in real estate, insurance, car, whatever the fuck your industry, an entrepreneur, and they're, they're living off of the referrals and they're doing yeah. well, six figures, seven figures. They're crushing it. They got a great life. And they're and I and I keep telling them, hey, you guys need to start doing so. I, like, I don't need to do that shit. That's I, it's not going to do anything for me. I don't need to understand that. Or I see other people doing it and it's not really working because I hear that a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. like from people in real estate. Oh, really? Like I know a couple people have done it, but does that really work? Like I don't know. I tried a couple things. I put my listings up there, but my, I never sold my, a property. My favorite, my favorite, uh, like this, is my salesman hat on. But when I I hear that, because they'll ask that, like, well, what are other results? What are, what's happening to other people? Is it, is it working for them? And then I say. This is classic sales, but do you consider yourself an, an average person? Can you, do you consider yourself average? Yes. You consider yourself no. average? Oh, no. what, do you, what do you consider yourself? Above average. So why are you worried about the fucking average result? Ah. This is weird to me. Like, you guys want to be, like, top number one, right? Right. Why are you asking me about what the average is doing? Yeah. If the average is doing shit, is that going to change what you do? Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? I'm confused. Yeah. That's good. I like that. See what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up. Um, but, going, but going back with the... Um, the uh, the the question of like what happens if they're not well Tony Robbins actually gives the best example of this and I love it because I think it just hits people in the mouth where they, you need to hear it. and it's uh, does anybody remember Garmin yes Garmin Garmin if you guys don't remember it was like the navigation yeah, yeah, that yeah. you it had a little suction cup and you put, you put the <laughs> yeah, shit to the windshield yeah, because yeah. yeah. cars didn't have navigation and like very few did you had to be balling to do it but you just boom for a hundred bucks you could mm, put it on that. That company was fucking killing it yeah. until Google Maps Ooh, came out and said you can have it for rushed free. Rushed overnight. Yeah. Just like that. So basically, the, and Tony Robbins said, he said, what happens when your competition offers that thing you do for free? Can you still stand it? Now, this is a little bit different, but like you continue to refer on referrals, everyone. But what happens when your competition listens to that Billie Jean guy and then they start doing advertisements like that? And they listen to other people and they start getting results like that. And then your competition, you know, has content and they're posting and they have advertisements. And then people are like, I'm going to go with this person. I'm going to go with this person. And then that competition has a fucking three-year jump on you because you were sitting there wondering, is this really going to be a thing? Let me remind you of fucking websites, people. When websites first came out, people were like, I don't need a fucking website. What do I need a website for? Now, if you don't have a website, what do people call you? You're like fake. You're not legitimate. Creeper. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fucking yeah. you again. Like, <laughs> like, stop playing, guys. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you this, like, and I'm, I'm looking in your eyes via camera and telling you You're this because YouTube. this is a real fucking thing. Like, it will take you out. It's not like a, a fucking, uh, a, like a, uh, what is it? Uh, a phase or a fling or a fucking. Whatever, when something comes in and out, it's it's, it's not, not a trend. It's not, it's not like a, a fucking fad. trend. It's, it's not, not a, a trend. It's not a fad. That's what I was looking yeah. for. It's not a fucking fad. It's the way that people live now. And, and if you don't fucking adjust, you're fucked. It's, well, it's now I even have. We've had people I, in the past. I've had people that looked at my website when it was shit, and then they would be like, "Sorry, this other person." Like I looked them up, and they have all this info. And then I've even had it for clients now when they come to me, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this guy's website? Like <laughs> janky, like yo stock photos, like under construction for and three it's so years." So funny because we're know? the same people who have the conversation of like. Uh, just because someone has a profile doesn't make them legit. But then when all, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, watch this, yeah. you guys got a baby now, right? Yeah. I got a three year old daughter. I'll tell you what, if this one ever happened to me, but if my daughter ever did want to go on a date, what's the first oh, thing I'm going to do? Oh, yep. Google that shit. Yeah. I'm going to fucking Google them. Yeah. I'm going to look at their Facebook. I'm going to look at their Instagram. I'm going to look at their YouTube. LinkedIn, Man, everything. You guys realize we live in a day and age where people won't even go to a restaurant without yelping them first. Kind of yeah. like how they had Monty's Facebook up yeah. upstairs. Oh, they were checking out Monty. Shit, don't yeah. even that, will, that will be handled. Uh, <laughs> 
That will what? be handled. <laughs> that will be handled. But 100% when you meet random people, like, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I who? do it like, all the time. Dude, it's, it's everything. Yeah. It's how all of us do it. But for some reason in business, we forget, like, as, as if people aren't humans anymore. And so right now, if you guys are uh, a lender or a loan officer, et cetera, like, you know, if you get most of your business from real estate agents, right, because most, most loan officers do, right? Well, guess what? When that real estate agent looks up you and they can't fucking find you on the internet and then they find the other person who has shit, who's going to win? Yeah. You exactly. fuck, you're, you're fucked. You're, you're fucked. You're out. And so that's why I, like, I love these people who built their business fucking 20, 30 years ago, and now they have a strong network. But you're going to just watch. Now, they're, at the top, they're going to cash out. They don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. But all those people that are with them, you are fucked. They're hanging you out to dry by not adapting. Period. And by the way, I bet you if you ask those people who are at the top, I bet you they were the people who took advantage of some trend when they were coming up. 100%. Called Print Magazine. Yep. Like that was, they probably dominated. They're on Dream Homes. They dominated they were, Dream they Homes. They dominated Dream yeah. Homes. So it's like, stop pretending like you don't get you the game. how much money they spend on that shit? Oh, oh my please. lord. It's probably ridiculous. And even with the prices, it still mm-hmm. paid off for them. Yeah. You know, so. Um, three words. Entertain. Venus. What? Huh? Entertain, educate, <laughs> and execute. Yep. That's my shit. What did you say in here? It's a penis. <laughs> I sent Kenny that book last night. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, penis book? What? What's the name of the book? I know which one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like living with a large penis. <laughs> it's a good book. I'm going to give you to have smart, it. You know? yeah, it's got to have it. The three, um, the three E's that you call it. Entertain, educate, actually. Yeah. Can you go through that? Yep. Um, so the, the concept between... Stop. <laughs> The concept between uh, entertain, educate, execute is, um, dude, it's, uh, I believe, like right now, if you just take anybody who's starting a business, just step outside of real estate and talk real estate too. But if you're like, hey, how are you going to get customers? What's everybody going to say? Market. Social, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll mention social media. Yeah. Right? Now, what people like have to understand is... a general is, term, right? Yeah. yeah, they'll just be like, yeah, we'll do the social media thing. No, 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 no. Right? But now, why do we go on social media? To be entertained. Yeah. Right? You're fucking bored. You want to yeah. see what people are doing. You check up on people that you love. Like, it's all around entertainment. Right. A thousand percent. Nothing else. Just entertainment. And so, when people are on their fucking cell phones, they're not looking for business. They're looking for entertainment. You have to meet the customer where they're at. And that's why... I just burped in your podcast. Nice. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's why you have to um, make entertaining a priority because you're not going to get the attention if you don't. So entertaining comes before the education and the buy my shit, da 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 da. First thing you have to do is make them like you and make them smile, right? And so people go, well, I, I can't do that, Billy. And, you know, uh, my personality is not like that. I'll give you a real tip that's very unpopular because um, no one talks about it, but you should. But uh, everyone here should sign up for an improv class. Improv, if anybody did theater back in the day, um, improv is basically like an acting class. You go, there's like six to ten people there, and they usually give you a scenario. They'll say like, okay, uh, take you and take you. And they say, you're, um, you're the husband, you're the wife, you guys haven't seen each other in six months. You got into a big fight, this is your first time seeing each other, go. Mm-hmm. Go, do it, go. Oh my gosh. Watch this. Go through this exercise, role play, do an improv class, do it with your friends. You'll find sides about your personality that you didn't even realize you had. And my point is that is like everyone can be interesting. Like everyone can can has a fun side. Like think about how different all of your friends are. Everyone has like a cork or something about them. For sure. And it's really about just bringing yours to light. And so like people say our ads all the time, but like what people don't realize is there's a lot of people who really fuck with our shit. That's the majority. But there's a lot of people who don't fuck with our shit at all and can't stand me, which means they're a perfect fit for somebody else who does what I do that's not me. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, don't forget, like, there's someone out there for you specifically. There's someone out there who's like, I don't want the fucking loud guy who curses a lot. I want the fucking quieter person who just da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da. So you sell against people like me all day, and you you win that tribe because that speaks more to you. And that's great because I wouldn't want to work with that person anyway. And, you know, it's the whole marriage, so. Um, The other thing I like about what you said is uh, the three ways to get attention online. Props. Music and environment. Yep. Yes. Can you talk so, about that? Yeah, and talking about like making your videos more entertaining, like props, you know, even like if you look at this video, like, this is a gold microphone. Little things <laughs> like that just get people's attention. <laughs> they, they fucking do. And so if you guys really want to uh, grab someone, so uh, I gave you guys a video script earlier. If you really want to bring that to life, like, 
you know, a prop in that video would be actually going to the location of the building and show the deal that you got done and saying, hey, camera, see this big ass building over here? See that? That guy right there? Yeah, look at the fucking numbers we did on that. That's using a prop in your video. So that's another way to make it more entertaining. Now, again, you don't have to have a crazy personality to talk about a building, but because that thing is interesting, you've now got interesting points. Then there's music. Go to websites like audiojungle.net or artlist.io. You can search for music by emotion. Like so, you can put like yeah. dramatic. We use that. We do. Yeah, talk, type it's in the word one. dramatic, yeah. and then boom, you get a song for seven bucks that you can legally use, right? Um, uh, what else? Props, yeah. music, environment. Environment. Yeah. Um, that would be the example, like the building thing, but also like a prop. Use oversized and, and really small items. So, like if you have a contract that you did, instead of just holding out a regular sized contract, go to fucking Staples and get a fucking contract. That's <laughs> yeah. Like hold the little one and say, like, wait a second, this is crazy. You're never going to be able to see this. Hold on. See this contract right here? I blew it up. Awesome. Now watch this. Even the most unentertaining person is entertaining as fuck now. True. Right? So again, these limiting beliefs. Like, if you're watching this, you're like, I'm not this. Well, you're right no matter what you say. Whether you are or whether you're not is depending on what you say. So if I'm not the type of person, okay, and then you're not. So be a fucking loser. Or make a decision and fucking spread your palate, open yourself up a little bit and fucking don't be that motherfucker. What we learned too is like when you first when we first did our videos, there it's kind of funny to go back and watch them and then to watch them today and we've yeah. even said since we started the podcast people were like, "Wow, from the first episode to now, like you guys have changed so much." Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you get more comfortable, you practice. see it like practice. and then you're also falling in love with the results cuz you'll notice those people that reach out like, "Hey, I love that episode. Hey, that helped me a lot. Hey, that changed yeah. my life." Crazy. And then that becomes your focus and you can't even hear the bull- yeah. anymore. You can't hear the trolls when you have the good yeah. stuff coming in. It's impossible. Yeah. And I'm a person that likes to kind of plan what I say, and Kenny's like much better off the cuff. So it was funny because at first Kenny was like, okay, I'm going to do what Crystal does and I'm going to like prepare because I'd be like, you got to prepare. I got to prepare. And he'd be awkward. He'd be like, uh, hey, uh, what? <laughs> and, fucking robot over and here. And now he's like, he just goes off the cuff and it's so much like that's his style. That's yeah. his way. And he's super comfortable now. So, But even look at you right yeah. now. Like most of the conversation we've been having, this is not like some scripted shit. Right. No. We're just talking. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. We're just hanging. Well, and that's what I tell people. It's what you know. Why, why are you being weird about it? Like, well, and that's, let's talk about know. that because the, most of the time when people will get that heartache about video is they feel very uncomfortable because they're trying to remember a line. So one thing we talk about is capturing genius, meaning if like you just looking at the camera and then doing something like what I'm doing right now, I've been doing this a long time, so that's easy for me. But something that may make more sense for you is have a camera follow you around while you're doing a deal. You'll forget the fucking cameras there, and you'll just be yourself, and now mm-hmm. you're capturing genius versus creating genius, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, make sure you just fucking capture you just doing what you do. There'll be good shit there. Um, one of the things we were talking about earlier uh, is spending money, which is yes. – that's a big fear for people because if you've never done marketing mm-hmm. – um, and it's crazy. Somebody will literally go buy a big house or plop down money on a car or go on a crazy vacation. Mm-hmm. And those three things I just mentioned, you're getting zero return on. Yeah. And you got to go to work every day and grind hustle to pay for that shit. Yeah. But they're not willing to go spend 10 grand for ads that might return 100 grand or 50 <laughs> grand, right? Yeah. What do you – I mean we talked about that earlier, but spending – and the people that I follow, guys like you – I don't think people understand, maybe you want to talk about how much money you guys are spending to actually build brands and and things like that. I think people just think like, oh, yeah, he's just out there. That's what it is. They don't realize you're working your ass off to be out there, but you're also spending a shit ton of money. Yeah, for sure. I think there's a couple of things within that. And number one is when thinking about advertising, um, number one, it's only an expense if you don't make more than what you spend. Right. Right. And. And you guys kind of know that because if you meet, like, a marketer or something, you're like, uh, that marketer will ask you, like, well, what's your budget? And you're like, well, if it's making money, I'll spend whatever I need. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. everyone's fucking answer, exactly. like, no matter yeah. what, right? Uh, but then you won't spend the money to find out if it makes money, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah. So you're like, you won't even fucking do that. So I look at, what I understand is... Um, because you guys are real estate, everyone watching this is probably mostly in the real estate space. I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of perspective. So the way that most real estate people I've encountered look at real estate is an asset, right? Something that spits out cash and pays you guys again and again. And, and, and look, it's usually around the conversation of long-term wealth and, and things of that nature. Well, one thing I want to point out to everybody is the way that y'all look at real estate is the way that I look at content. And I understand that a video that I put up on YouTube can sit there for the next decade. And when people come across that video, they'll buy my shit. Is that not exactly why you get into real estate investing? To get cash, 
Here's the difference. I can fucking press this button right here, make a fucking video, upload it to YouTube. It cost me nothing. There was no escrow. I didn't have to wait to upload it. I can put that shit up in one hour and maybe it'll get me a sell. Even if it gets me 13 views a month and out of the year, that 100 views, one person ends up buying my shit, that might be a $10,000 commission check for you. You win. Now imagine if you can take this content and you can do it every day. You would have such a different relationship with them when you started doing that. Also, too, you guys will fucking buy real estate and be like, well, in six years, this will cash flow and I'll really start making money. But if a fucking (laughs) advertisement doesn't give you a sell in an hour, you're like, motherfucker. (laughs) This this whole thing just... It's a scam. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? So it's your mindset. You really have to shift your mindset. And a lot of it's just being educated about it, right? You're confident in real estate because you know more about it. Know more about marketing so you can also be confident about it. That's where the scare and the fear comes. It's just that, that... not knowing enough about it. But once you understand that, like, holy shit, good point. Ask yourself this question. How much are you willing to lose to find a winner? Really ask yourself. And what I mean by that is hmm. when you have one good ad, question. like I've, I've had ads that, you know, have literally still used today that have been printing me cash for years, right? So if your goal is to have an ad that brings you, you know, $100,000 in sales, well, if you have to lose $10,000 to do that, would you do that? Yeah, to spend 10 to make 100 fuck yes, you would. So start realizing that and then put that money aside for advertising and realize, own the fact that, hey, your first few advertisers are going to suck. They're going to be bad, just like everything else in life. Remember when you first tried to walk? You sucked ass. <laughs> yeah. You fell so, ah, you just kept getting back up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So advertising works. You just got to make it work and give it the fucking time and process to get it done. So I, I just think the, the moral of the story is like, you will lose money. Own that. Like, start start with saying, oh, I'm going to do this advertising, I'm going to lose money. And that's okay, because I'll learn a little bit more. And, and then if you're like, well, I don't want to fucking be comfortable with losing money. Dude, you spent fucking 300 bucks on designer jeans. Right. And guess what? You wore them once. They don't fit no more. Maybe they do. I don't Anybody? Know. right but like i I just like there's there's so much stuff that we'll spend money on you know uh drinks at the bar around at this and you know and it's just like prioritize your shit because you master this advertising thing it could be the most lucrative thing ever like let's take that ad that we broke down a little bit let's say you guys did that and you did it tomorrow. Oh, we're doing and every it. T- <laughs> and, and we're going to send it to you. Hell yeah, yeah. Please do. And yeah. then watch this. Every time you spent, you know, uh, 200 bucks, you got somebody to fucking text message you who was quality and da-da-da. What is that worth to you guys? A lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, hey, if you, if you fucking you lose five grand. And then here's the other crazy thing with advertising. This is the biggest thing that should give you the most comfort. Is to find out if an ad works or not, it usually doesn't take much more than 100, 200, 300 bucks. It's not like billboards. See, what happened is for billboards and dream homes and stuff, when you, when you bought these <laughs> things, they put you in the three to six month contract. You have to pay regardless no matter what happens because they give you the exposure and then that's it. Like not, the ones you did, you tested here. Oh my God. Like, to, fa- to, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube is not that at all. You can spend, we can put that ad together and they can put 100 bucks. They can spend 500 bucks. And if it doesn't work, guess what? They press pause and they try something new. How much comfort do you need? You can literally stop it if it's not working. You can't do that with radio. How much, what else can you do? You can fucking stop it if it doesn't work and try something new. It's That's the most why, non-committal advertising. Oh my, it's like, yeah. imagine a relationship yeah. like that. Yeah. Like yeah. a marriage like that. You're just like, oh, fuck it. Like, we have an is, open yeah, relationship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I mean, yeah. there's just, yeah. there's just so much shit. So, I mean, everyone like, something, you, you, God, you can do fucking you know, 10 ads that suck ass and how they love work. Now, th- now let me transition though. The biggest thing is speed. And what I mean by that is some of you right now are like, well, I've tried the advertising thing one time and you know, you, you found a videographer, you wrote out a script, you put it up, it didn't work. And that whole process took a month. Now what happens every month? Expenses come back. Right. You got fucking water bill, gas bill, house and electric, you know, your, your payment, your car payment, da, 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 expenses. So you start associating the advertising with all these expenses. Now take my company where I have six people in-house, a media team and a bunch of marketers. We do ads. We'll do one a day. We'll do one ad in the same day, test it, and if it doesn't work, we'll try something new tomorrow. That means if you're doing one ad a month, I got to test 30 different advertisements before you did fucking one. How would you ever compete with me? You can't. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying, well, I don't have a team of six. You don't fucking need it. To do that video that I just gave them earlier, all they need is a cell phone and a, and, and a significant other to hold it. And go to Staples to print out some big contract. <laughs> yeah. And then put it up. Matter of fact, those mostly perform better. 
Like people see the hyper do shit. Those don't usually do better. Usually it's just this one because people want to trust you. It's raw. It's real. It's raw. It's real. Right. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they want. Nobody wants to fucking work with a robot. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest mistake uh, people are making in marketing these days? Trying to be a fucking robot. You know, afraid, afraid to offend people. You know, if you want to talk about content, the content that gets uh, shown the most, the content that gets uh, viewed the most, if you just look online, is always the things that take a stand for something. And so, for example, I'll give you uh, in, in this world, you guys be like, uh, you know, I'd hear something like, well, these, uh, our rates are more affordable than theirs. Our, our competition's great. No, they, they have, hey, hey. They have great rates too, but you know, so do we. It's very competitive, right? It's this very neutral based, and it makes sense. Like I get it. Like in hu- as human beings, we do this a lot. But when you play that neutral ground, that also translates to boring, and boring will put you out of business. Like nobody go. Like if there's CNN and there's Fox, and they take a stand for shit, and they position their stuff there, and you fucking hate one or you fucking love it. That's why they get ratings. There's no fucking neutral, yeah. right? Like it doesn't actually. People are like, why isn't there like a neutral? Because no one watches neutral. So like, the person, the Fox, person, the person like, who wins yeah. is like, hey, fuck your bank. Your bank is fucking you. Yeah, th- yep, they're fucking you. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, this person is so rude. How would they say that? Ah, da, 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 da. And this person's like, finally, someone said it. That's <laughs> yeah. my person. Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. It's the people who are willing to take a stand. Now, I gave an extreme example because I like to polarize without like offending people. So, like, I'll give you a great example. This will make people uncomfortable watching. And by the way, I went to private Catholic school my whole life. But if I look at the camera right now and I start off with one of my ads and I say, hey, I got news for you guys. God's not real. People are like, whoa, what the fuck did this guy just say? People are commenting, da 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 da. Now, again, did I take a shot at anybody's character? Nope. I just said what I believe. But that makes people uncomfortable. And that's, the, that's what polarizing is. It's just stating what you believe. And that's a healthy world. When this person can say, God's not real, and that person can say, God is the only thing that's real. And then they go, well, let's have a discussion about it. And then they post it online. More views, more engagement, more than anything. And you have people who really fuck with you. Because when you stand up for someone's beliefs or you defend their heroes, that's when you get a fan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when you hear me say, talk about college, it's not, well, oh, college is pretty cool. You know, I can <laughs> see why you would like it. It's not it's like, fuck college. You go, there's a mural on my fucking wall that says, fuck college, right? Like and it. then people see it and they're like, hey, oh my God, that's my dude. Yes. It's a fucking scam. Yes. Da, 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 right? Like, you got to go. You got to choose. That's hard for people to do. You want to please everybody. I think that's, please everybody. that's hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I think too, whenever you're in sales, like traditional sales tells you that you always agree with the customer. Right. And so you go from that and that, that doesn't translate to marketing. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. And that's, yeah. That's, that's, wow, that's a great distinction because obviously when you're on the phone, right, like you're not going to sit there and get combative with somebody. Yeah. You want to respect everybody's, but like on your space and your content, like feel free to stand up for whoever you want. And by the way, by the time you get someone on the phone and they saw your God's not uh. real thing, you know, they think God's not real too, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not on the phone with you. And that's what, again, going back to happiness, which is the real thing. That's where you start to get it. Like if you go to like our events and shit, you'll notice the crowd has the same energy and people are pretty open-minded and they're down to earth and they probably curse a little like, Hello. That's what the fuck I do. So, like, it's not a surprise when that, you know. So, I, I think that's, like, people should care more about that. A couple more questions. Um, where, do you, where do you see social media marketing heading right now? Just bigger right now. I don't mm-hmm. see any crazy, like, shifts or anything. I just, I think there's a, still a large margin of people that just haven't adapted yet. And so, I just think everyone accepting it as the thing. So, I think it's, like, the denial phase right now where it's, like, it was super heavy. But, like, now people are getting it. And, like, now everyone's jumping ship, right? You start with the innovators, and then you have the, uh, you know, the fast movers, and then after the fast move, you have the traditional sect, and then you have the, you know, it, it all goes. So I, I think it's, I don't, I don't see any crazy shifts. I just think people, I think more people building brands based off of entertainment. And, you know, some people call it viral content. I just call it entertaining and not boring content. Um, I, I think you'll see that more, and it will become more of a norm. I think competition is just going to get more fierce, and uh, you're going to see a lot of acquisitions from the big companies buying the little fast company that's grow up because they realize they got something that they don't, you know. So, in five years, do you think we'll be you'll be getting people's attention the same way? Uh, I yeah, I, I would say same way, but like in a different vehicle. You know, it's always evolving. Like I was going to say, like what I'm doing now is no different than what people have done in fucking magazines with a crazy shocking headline, you know, forever. Like 
you know, I'm just doing it in the in the new way, so to speak. So, yeah. We were in, um, I think we were in Grants and some speakers up there, and he's like, he's like, do you know? He's like, I forget who it was, one of the guys speaking, and he's like, you'd probably know who he is, and he said, you know how I know when. When I need to go all in on something is when my redneck cousin tells me, "Hey, I'm on Instagram." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Holy hundred percent, yeah." I love Ryan Dice. Yeah, yeah he spoke at our last event. He's yeah. great. Um, last thing. So, if we're gonna market this podcast with Billy Jean, yeah, how do we do it? You have to sell something. You have to sell something. Meaning, like, you know, the fastest way to it is having Will Smith post it. Yeah. And then it'll go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, if you, now, if you don't, now, if you don't have access to that, yeah. the next fastest way is God. is literally just fucking posting and then promoting it and paying and telling people to listen to it. Now, people go, yeah, that's easy for you to say, Billy. You got cash and da da da, and they start to put all the shit there. But just think about this very simple equation, okay? Let's say you can spend a thousand bucks, and you spend a thousand bucks promoting it, and you get a thousand listens. And then let's say out of those 1,000 listens, one person buys something that you guys make an offer for right now for $1,000. What happens? You made your money back. So if every 1,000 person that listens, you get someone to buy something for 1,000, wouldn't you just keep spending money? Because it's actually not costing you jack shit. That's the game. That mentality, it's it's hard for people to go all in on it. But that's the fucking thing. So you talked about my numbers. Like this month, we'll spend about 400 to 450 grand. We'll do 2 million in sales. So people are like, I don't have 450,000 bucks to invest in an advertisement. But if it makes me money, I'll spend as much as you need. (laughs) (laughs) This is the fuck I just did, right? Like, okay, I I did. I I spent more because it was printing cash and it kept going, right? So now you want to really build a podcast up. What happens if it, you know, you pay a thousand bucks on Facebook or YouTube, whatever, to get it promoted? You get a thousand listens, but what if you get three people to buy? So you spent a thousand bucks and you actually generated three thousand in sales. Now what do you do? Right. You just now you just you spend as much in. money as humanly yeah, fucking possible on it, right? Because you realize every time you put money in, you're getting more out. And that's like the that's the biggest switch. And it's almost like something you have to experience to see it. But once that people have that, like that's what happened to me. I was at my parents' house and I ran an ad and I spent six hundred bucks and it got me like twenty five appointments on the phone. And then from that twenty five appointments, uh, from that twenty five appointments, I um, closed. Uh, I don't remember how many people, but I made ten thousand bucks. And I light bulb. And I went from like having no money to that. And I just went, this is it. Like, you guys want to look at the big companies doing it, you know, look at the public companies, like, look at, like, a Coca-Cola or, or Pepsi and go to their P&L, and you're going to see that they made billions in sales, and you know what else you're going to see? They've spent billions in advertising. Yeah. And then look at the ratio. Look at how much they spent versus their sales. You're like, oh, they only did three to one. They actually didn't do anything crazy. Then you'll be like, wow, fuck, if I spent a billion bucks, I'd probably do that too. Yeah, you probably fucking would. But it's just like the casino. Like, the casino makes so much money because everybody's afraid to bet big. If everybody, instead of spending five bucks a hand over fucking three hours, just went there and played fucking one hand for that 500 bucks instead of that, the casinos would go out of business. They're betting on psychology and fear. That same limiting fucking psychology is stopping people from advertising. I think we got to leave it at there. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Billy, I appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you guys for having yeah, me. That was, was awesome. I think, uh, people are going to be having some notes and... If you guys didn't know that we just sold you on getting a commercial loan and Billy did it all for us. That's so right. I appreciate that. So we just we are gonna close the deal. Watch this, based imagine on one this. episode, one loan per episode. How much money would you spend blowing this thing up? Yes. Yeah. Do that. And hopefully uh, some of these real estate people are gonna get off their ass and start doing some of this well, stuff. Well and too, so here's so. the last component to it. Yeah. Always make an offer. Yeah. Right. You mentioned Grant. Grant's fucking really good at that. Make a fucking offer, guys. Like, ask someone to buy your stuff. Like, after they've just given you an hour of free content with this, they've earned the right to look at you in the camera and say, buy my shit and call me right the fuck now. But if you don't and make the call to action, that's usually when you don't monetize the spend, right? Because you just didn't ask enough people and enough people respond. So you got to ask every single time. And remember, people don't get mad when you ask them to buy. They get mad about how you ask them to buy. Mm -hmm. So if you can make someone laugh, like we've been joking around and having fun, like you guys asking them to buy, it's not going to offend anybody. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like they get it. You know what I'm saying? So like that's one thing that I go all in on is like, 
you know, I think almost every single, everything I do, I'm always asking people to buy shit. And also, too, what you do is you stop yourself from getting in the friend zone. Meaning, you know, hey, yeah, don't, don't be the fucking guy or girl that's given content for free for a year. And then on 300, day 366, you ask somebody to buy your shit. And then they go, you're one of those, aren't you? Yeah, you just want our fucking money, don't you? Because for 365 days, you gave them free shit. And then when you ask them to buy, it's weird now. Imagine hanging out with whoever you're dating, girl or guy, and you hang out for a year straight and you never made a fucking move. On 366, when you go in for that kiss, oh my God, Steven! <laughs> I don't want to ruin our friendship. I thought we were, I thought we were friends. Like, you, you too? Like, fuck, I can't trust any guy. <laughs> but if day one, Steven moved in for the kiss, oh, yeah. and even if he got rejected, she knows what it is, so then he goes in for another time at the appropriate time, and eventually he's like, okay, cool, he at least has an opportunity to potentially court her, you know, whatever it may be. But, like, stop fucking friends on your guys' stuff, all right? Like, ask. Ask for the clothes. Go in for the kiss. That's it. I like it. And hand job. Thanks, okay. Bill. Thank you. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for watching. If you like what you saw, please click below and subscribe. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.